Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're live! Oh, look at that. Wow. <laughs> Did you go to Starbucks already today, Sydney? Ben got it for me. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't understand why you guys don't. I don't understand why you guys don't make your own coffee. We do. We do. We just it's brew it like he has to make the cold brew and it has to sit for 24 hours and he was a little behind so we had to get started ah, today. Ah, yes. blaming Ben. There you go. Blaming the guy who spends all his time in med school that he doesn't have it's time the, to make your coffee. It's the beauty of him getting up two and a half hours before me every day. Damn. He goes and gets are, the coffee. You're a lazy piece of shit. Well, he gets up at five. I'm not getting up at five and just fucking stare at him. Why? Just get up and start your day. He said he doesn't want me to because he likes that time by himself. Oh, boy. Not even <laughs> so. six months into marriage, huh? <laughs> yeah. Are you guys coffee drinkers? Love coffee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God. Yeah. I'm, the o- I'm not. I'm the only one who's She not. loves the smell of it but doesn't like the taste. I've become it, a coffee snob. Like, really? I'm really? Like, I'm like, get that swill away from me. Like, I only like pure beans and all that stuff. It's weird. <laughs> You're I've just in your snob. kitchen, like, running the beans through your hands and stuff. <laughs> uh, real, like, real, real stuff. I have my coffee sent to me from this place in Maine every month. Wow. And, like, that's, wow. What I, that's what I get. Yeah. You are like, a snob. I, if I have anything else, I'm like, I miss my coffee. How do so, you brew it? Uh, with 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 a coffee pot. Like I I, I haven't gotten that far yet. Okay, I, I, want, to like, I, I don't like crush the beans by hand and yeah. and like. Yeah, I was no, yeah. But, I was gonna say I wasn't sure if you were like French pressing this or if we no were no not coffee yet. or anything like that. So yeah, wow, I'm a snob. Mikey, Mikey, do you like iced coffee or no? Oh, I love ice cream. I got one. I got one chilling in the next room right now. Okay. Okay. I guess yeah. I'm the last one on that. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I, I tried. It's like, 30 degrees here. I can't wait to have my iced coffee. Yeah. <laughs> they like that new. What's the new Dunkin' iced coffee? The cookie uh, butter. Cookie butter. Cookie butter. Oh, so it's seasonal. It's seasonal. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, that's a bummer, Jackson. 
Don't give any of Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. Jackson will one day grow up and be well-versed in the arts of Dunkin' Donuts. He will. It's it's a rite of passage up what, in Boston. Oh, it would be a shame if you like, he was a Starbucks kid. Yeah, could you imagine? Wow. Traitor. I mean, Sydney's. I mean, that's what we drink all drink all out in Arizona. But he's going to grow up with a Dunkin' Donuts on every corner, so he's not really going to have yeah. much of a choice. Yeah, that's true. It's true. He's going to be ready. That's like Look at the, it's like out here. Like I can't remember the last time I've been to a Dunkin'. It had to have been when I was like well, in high school. Well, I remember I thought it was such a big deal when Notre Dame got a Dunkin' Donuts, and I was like gassing it up and telling people how great it was. And then when you see it in a different context, you're like. Oh yeah, it's like it's fine. Like it's not. Right. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I'm the not line like at coffee, to be honest. The line at Duncan in South Bend, though, is always so long. Jake can vouch for that. the The drive through line is always long. Oh, always so long around the building. Yeah, yeah. it's not. Well, that's what always ticks me off is I'm super anti-line, and it's why I have an averse reaction to In-N-Out Burger when we have that discussion is because it's not like that burger is not worth a 30-person car line, much the same that Dunkin' Donuts is not worth a 20-person car line. Like I can go to a replacement-level store and get a comparable product without having to wait in that line. So is there... Is there any product out there? Because I, I don't wait. I wouldn't wait in a 30-car line for anything. I can always no. find a replacement. So is there anything out of anybody that you guys would wait 30 deep in a car line to get because you don't like the replacement? Taylor Swift um, ticket. <laughs> Food-wise, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It has to be something Honestly, like that. Honestly, no. I just, no. I just cut my losses. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd, I would say it, it's like more situational. Like if I am in a place where if I'm visiting a place and I know this is the only time I'm going to be able to get said thing, I might, I'm more willing to wait in a line than I would be otherwise. That's right. fair. But every you time I, I see don't... a, every time I see a line in an airport, I think of you, Mike, and I try to take a picture of it occasionally. Cause I'm with you. I'm just, I'm like, why are you people waiting in line? Well, if you have long layover i kind of get it i i, I guess time, i guess like, if you have time and you have nothing if your only other option is you're going to the gate and sit down i guess I, you, you, but you, even then ben and i did uh, that in mexico city airport we got there like two and a half hours before our flight and we're like the airport was just packed and we're like we might as well just stand in the starbucks line for i think yeah. we stood there for like 20 minutes like yeah i could see to that kill some time uh, yeah, so yeah, i get that I guess my thing is just always even within the store. Like if you can't get in the line in Starbucks, there's probably a caribou coffee not too far from there or an Einstein. Like there's something else there. That's just my thing is I get it. If there's a layover, I would rather go sit down at like a sit down restaurant. I'll wait in line to get in one of those because then I can park. I can watch TV. I can get a little drunk. Well, from from Sydney's aspect and ours, if you go into the Mexico City airport, not a lot of options. You'll be standing in the Starbucks line. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> not You've many, not many seats to sit. So no, no, no there's no. not. You know God. what? I don't understand here in Arizona. I, we live right across the street from a Starbucks. The line for the drive-through will wrap around. It'll go into like parking spaces. It's sunny in 75. Like, just park your car and, and go inside. Like, I just walk in and I, like, oh. I get it. Maybe if it's, like, a blizzard. Like, if you're, like, on the East Coast, it's snowing. You don't want to get out. But, like, it's perfectly fine out here. Like, and the car line is, like, 20 deep. 
Yep. That's what ha- that's what happens. There's a small coffee place near me out here, and it's got the option for like order ahead. Cindy, kind of like the life hack that you do in the airport Starbucks. So good. But I'll see people waiting outside for like 10 minutes for theirs, and I just walk inside and order, and I get my coffee in 30 seconds. And I'm like, all right, like I understand convenience is, is certainly there if you're doing like a true walk-up, but if not, what are we doing here? Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, makes sense. I agree. I mean, it's one thing, too, if you have, like, kids in your car and you're going to have to unpack your car and everything, that's, like, a different story, too. You guys, we've had this discussion before for of all of you. You guys DoorDash everything. You guys ever DoorDash coffee? No, I haven't gotten to that level yet where I would just DoorDash a drink. There's always got to be some food to it. Well, Sydney, we know you've DoorDashed DoorDashed a Sprite. It was Jimmy John's delivered. It was Jimmy John's. It was right before closing in South Bend, and I was drunk, and I just ordered a Sprite. So there's no doubt the guy spit in my drink before he dropped it off on the door. Yes, that's true. (laughs) Jake or Jenny, have you ever DoorDashed just a drink? No. Have I DoorDashed a drink? Yeah, you did with coffee when you couldn't leave with Jackson. (laughs) I don't remember that. I got I was looking at pictures last night and I saw when Jenny door dashed um, ice cream, Fudgy the Whale, and then the small ice cream, remember? It was like 35 bucks for a little I've ice done cream. That. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that. <laughs> Doesn't the ice cream melt? I mean, well, they oh, do a pretty good job. No. They door dash the bags. Typically, they put them in the cars to keep them cold. Oh, all right. Well. This is in their first rodeo. Shout out to DoorDashing Fudgy. I think during the recording of this podcast once during the pandemic, that was yeah, when we told that you, was when we told you we were pregnant with Fudgy. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. God, that's right. <laughs> it seems very appropriate yeah, looking back now. Yeah, it does. I I just still remember my favorite Fudgy was the one where Jake during the pandemic got Fudgy with um writing on it that said sorry for your loss yeah <laughs> yeah so they would deliver it to that. us thinking we were sad <laughs> oh my god we, we were, were very in fact sad though we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sad until it got there yes oh, no uh by the way welcome to sorry in advance the gold yeah. family podcast uh there's about 40 people in here now and i'd say because we just did this on the fly that's about who <laughs> we're gonna get so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a podcast uh, too so it'll be out. yep Ryan Holmes, Jim Misner, Jordan Engel, uh, Oscar Garcia Montoya. Thank you guys for jumping in the chat. Um, big ups. Uh, apparently, Oscar Garcia Montoya says that there is at least one Dunkin' Donuts in Scottsdale. Um, yes, there's a do, few. So do with that information what you will. Um Someone also pointed out it's Senegal versus Ecuador in the World Cup elimination right now. I like I haven't found myself yet, and I think it's because it's the group stage still getting into a lot of the non-U.S. matches in the World Cup. I haven't gotten into the World Cup at all. I, I I've watched I watched a little bit, but but like you, until it gets into the knockout round, which I don't know why I would think that way. You know, but that's kind kind of where I am. I haven't watched much of it either. Yeah, I think it's a lot easier for me once it's like we're on to the elimination games and stuff like that. But because I know, you know, we're, I don't know, we're doing the, uh, we've got the U.S. playing Iran later today. So that'll be one we're pretty dialed in on as you've got Dog Fight Club going on in the background there. Seems like Ted's cooperating nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Ted Ted was eating all, your mother had to move all the pillows because he was eating all the buttons off of them. Now he's attacking Harry. And just Hank's just looking for someone to hump. He's just looking for space to home. <laughs> Why didn't you just leave him in the house? 
Because we love our animals, okay? Is that what you're going to do with your kid? Just leave them stacked somewhere when you don't want them Probably. to be around? <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe I should get rid of them, huh? Yeah, you don't have to. Uh, yeah. If, nah, it escal- I- if it escalates, I'll get rid of them. Yeah. It's amb- it's ambient noise at this point. So. <laughs> I didn't That's even notice it until you mentioned yeah. it. <laughs> I, well, I saw Ted pushing into your back and yeah. then you forward. Yeah. And I still didn't even notice. Yeah. I'm like used to it. Just every day. Just white noise at this point. Oh, wait. Yeah. So now that we're here, um, we have to have a very important conversation because okay. I need to verify. Because I realized I was going out and making claims that might not be like I might not be able to back up. And so I need to source with you guys this sick bull thing that was going around oh, yes. the internet the other day. Um, some British lady tweeted that she was realized that her family's sick bull was also their cake mix bowl and that it had been the, sta- the same way since she was a kid and that saying it out loud was like some sort of revelation for her. And this very quickly became people trying to make this like a gross white people thing and i stood up on the table and was like no the white community does not claim this i don't know what the fuck is i i have been white for 33 years and i have never <laughs> once encountered a sick bowl uh there is no sick bowl there never no was a sick bowl. sick bowl uh as a matter of fact uh there was a time when you're when our hands are just the sick bowl yeah i mean you th- there is no special bowl there's the toilet when you get older when you're sick uh, in bed, there's you just put a trash can there. Other than that, you just pray you make it to some sort of c- c- cylindrical, you know. Uh, uh, it's thing. to the toilet. Run yeah. to the toilet. Yeah, run to whatever. There was never anything designated that said throw up in this. No, absolutely not. Even if there was, like, the bowl goes through the dishwasher. So who cares if it's the same bowl? Like, do you uh, care? Do you care? I, mean, I just feel like kinda, it's the principle yeah. of it. Like you, you guys can just easily get another bowl, you know. Show right. show of, show of hands. Who cares? Who would care? Oh wow! Jake, are you raising your hand? No, no. I wouldn't care either. Now you guys are in too young a stage. You know, Jackson at five months is just throwing up on you, you guys. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's Jenny. When you were growing up, you're the one that we didn't grow up around. Did you guys have a sick bowl or just throw up anywhere? Yeah, it was always a bucket. But it was just a the same bucket. It wasn't a bowl we ate out of ever. Oh, okay. So it was a, it was a, it was a designated bucket then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, de- yeah. It was a it was a bucket, which makes perfect sense. I can understand that. I don't get the bowl. Like, I don't know why you just don't use a fucking toilet. Like, well, like I understand you can't can. always get there, and that's where like the small garbage can get comes there, into right. play. And this isn't like classist. Right. Those small garbage cans are super cheap. Everyone has them in a bathroom. You slide it on over there. It's probably cost the same as a bowl, and it's like that's my thing is even for a mixing bowl, a bowl's a bad shape for something to vomit into, and it's too small. You can get all the refurb and all that shit. Yeah, and if you fill yeah. it up once. And no one else is there to like help you clean it out. Then you just got a bowl full of puke that you got to repuke into. So, did you find yeah. anybody in Amer- America who had a bowl, or is that like a British thing? Uh so Dan Barker is in the chat. He says he's a delegate of the British community. Yes, the sick bowl is a thing. If no bucket was available, and that's my thing is, I don't know why. Like, 
there should always be something else. And I understand the you know, I like I see Stephanie Wilson, kids can't quite make it to the bathroom. That's fine. Like that's the garbage can thing to me then. Right. Using a right. bowl in that when there's clearly a number of other things around the house, like normal household appliances that would house puke better. That's the thing that doesn't make sense. But then the audacity on the other side to say, I've got this bowl and then I'm going to go and use it again for the food. That just seems like an unnecessary flex. Well, I mean, you're washing it in between. Like, yeah, but like, like, like why? Like, just keep it Why not? Why not? Yeah, because it's fucked up. Yeah, it just like makes me think of being sick. Like, yeah. Like you want to make cookies in the vomit bowl? No thanks. Right. You got bad memories to that bowl and listen so, i see i see daniel barker saying that this yeah, is double yeah. standard no yeah this is this is how you know you can trust me that this is some non-normal shit because i used to puke all over myself i puke every practice i puke every game i am disgusting and so the fact that i am looking at this and saying no we need to stand for something or we'll fall for everything should tell you something yeah. oh nancy Devaney. hi hi nancy hi nancy <laughs> <laughs> We love Nancy. Are you at work, Nancy? We love Nancy. Used to be a, a, a workmate of ours at ESPN. Yes. Those out there that are saying, who's Nancy? Who's Nancy? I hope oh she's watching. I hope she's watching at work. It'd be highly ironic. Yeah, ironic yeah, it would. Was. yeah, it would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Sean, Sean Bryant, Gojo would need the bowl if Jenny forced him to touch her tail. <laughs> wow, that's going back a while, wow, Jenny's that tail. Is. Wow. Wow. We haven't talked about the tail in a long time. No. Does Jackson have a tail? Yeah. Does Jackson have a tail? I haven't checked. (laughs) That would be something if it was a genetic thing and all your kids had tails. No one else in my family has it. I'm just the missing link. Oh, my God. Pro Magnum Jenny. <laughs> Every time I think of something about is it some, no it's um shallow it's hell shallow hell yeah. with uh George from Seinfeld yeah yeah with his tail. always back to Seinfeld there we go well there you have or, it or or Raymond or Raymond yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah wouldn't be wouldn't be a podcast without it on which I am getting just absolutely roasted in the chat Jim Misner isn't this the family that eats food off the floor. Who's to say right. puke hasn't been down? Yeah, it might have been down there accidentally. You have designated this bowl for vomit and then also designated it to mix in your ingredients for cookies. That seems unnecessary. Think how hot the dishwasher gets. Yeah, like, it, it cleans it it, it. it cleans it. It cleans it. You're not getting any remnants of your puke if you make you cookies out of the You can get a bowl for bowl. a dollar. Like, just... You've just never like, bought a I bowl mean, for a I dollar. I mean, a bowl for a dollar, Sydney. You, would, oh. you wouldn't lower yourself. Yeah. Who are you kidding? <laughs> Oh my I don't God. know how much bulls are. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's funny. Like, I, I, I don't think that this is inconsistent. I think this is just looking at something and saying this doesn't appear to be efficient or necessary to do that. I understand economy of things. I understand that not everyone has a bunch of garbage cans or a bunch of buckets. But if you're doing enough puking to have one designated, maybe my thought is, well, if you're using that same one in the meantime, you could probably get a bucket. Get one bucket, one garbage can, puke in that thing. I guess I, I'm fine either way. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't affect me. Don't care. No. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. 
This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Jake's been thrown up on a lot lately. I bet he's immune. He doesn't care at all. Yeah, vomit's at the top of the list of things that don't bother me at all. Uh, did, no, it bother you bef- did it bother you before, Jackson? No? No, never has. No. How about the poop? Did that bother you before? Never no. never bother me. Nope. Okay. What no. does I mean, bother you, Jake? Yeah, uh, what does? I don't, like, I don't like snot and loose, wiggly baby teeth. <laughs> Wait, how loose do you know wig- you don't like loose, wiggly baby teeth? Like, like Jenny's little cousins, like, would come over and they, like, put their tongue behind their loose tooth and, like, show you how it wiggles. It's disgusting. Get it away from me. <laughs> so what are you going to do when you have to yank out Jackson's tooth? She's going to do that. <laughs> Everybody's would- got their role. All of my uh, all my buddies from college, their kids are, like, six now, so they're all losing their teeth like crazy. And the going rate for a tooth now is pretty staggering. Like, Mike, yeah. yeah have you dealt? Have you dealt yeah. with toothberry stuff? Yeah. Uh, my oldest one, his first one, he was like, "Oh, great! I'm gonna get twenty dollars." And we're like, "You're gonna get what now?" Twenty dollars. Like, yeah, that's what my friend got. And I'm like, "Well, there is a there is a wage gap between here and your friend's house. <laughs> you not expect that." Oh my God! Twenty bucks for a yeah. Tooth. That's what he expected. He got ten for the first one, and then it's wow. like it's yeah, and then it's like two dollars after that. I don't think you buy in bulk. Ever, I don't think you kids ever got over a dollar. No, but I was just thinking it would probably be a good thing to start your kids and say the tooth fairy bases the rate you get on the quality of the tooth to get them to brush better. Like you could say, like they they look at, she looks at it, and if it's been looks like it's well kept and it's been taken care of, you get more money. Ooh, that's interesting. I will, I will tell you this: my 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 six year old would play chess while you're playing checkers, and he would be brushing his teeth four or five times a day, and be right. like, "That's a hundred dollar tooth right there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a hundred dollar tooth. You're welcome." Yeah, I, would, I would just say, you know what? That's not for us to decide. It's for the tooth fairy to decide. Yeah. And, you know. I then like the he, idea of the, the tooth fairy like a drug kingpin who walks yeah. in with like kilos on the table and puts the <laughs> knife in to test if it's pure, walking yeah. in and like putting the knife into the tooth and testing to see if it's like pure. the guy from season one of Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, 
I feel left out of that. I don't know that show. That's okay. Nobody yeah. sells oh, crystal in the in like the what do you call it? No one sells crystal in this area but me. Salamanca. <laughs> But That's Jake right. and Jenny, I think I would do that with Jackson. Tell him, like, it's all based on how well you take care of your teeth. So, God forbid he loses one at your house or in like Sydney's house. And he's like, oh, I got 100 from. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a geotag tooth. <laughs> we have a really rich tooth around our house. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on to it until yeah. it gets to, until No, I get don't to, pull it out. Don't pull it out. Wait till you get the Pappy and Gigi's house. Yeah. Make a fucking fortune. That is, that it is cost awesome. you a hundred bucks, but it might be worth it to watch them sweat the next time he loses a tooth at home. Absolutely. Well, be so Skip, good. Skip Lancey uh, wrote in the chat that there's a sliding scale for tooth loss and it goes down with each successive tooth. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yep. That is, that, is, that is true. We've been doing that. Uh-huh. The first it's one wild. is the best, right? Yeah. 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 You gotta go, gotta go big on the first one. Yeah. Yeah, sure. like Stephanie Stephanie Wilson says they did five for the first one and one for the rest. That seems like a good tooth rate right there, right? Because yeah, the so first tough. one, you've got to incentivize them because do some like Mikey A, some kids seem to fight their losing their teeth, right? Like they don't want them to fall out or they don't want to pull it out. They're right. always afraid that it's going to hurt, hurt, you right. know, and they're going to see blood and it's they're always afraid. And then when it falls out, it's like they didn't even notice. Right. You guys ever have the dreams now where you lose your teeth? No. I've never no. had a dream ever about losing my teeth. What the hell, Mike? <laughs> Seriously? You I guys think it's associated with Isn't like, that a common one? High stress. Yeah. Is that yeah. a common you, one? You have that dream, right? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I can't make <laughs> it with you. No. Oh, man. Yeah. I have. I have never heard of anybody having a dream where they lose their teeth. Oh, yeah. Their adult. adult teeth. Oh, really? all, all the, the time. time. All the time. Yeah. Really? Seriously? I've never. What's a dream game? So yeah, how are you? Let's go. How are in so the according dream, to Google, which knows all, it says teeth falling out are associated with loss and important life changes. The dream could indicate that you're dealing with some kind of loss, like an abrupt end to a relationship or a job change. Not that you guys have done any of that. <laughs> I always was told it was stress. Jake, really? Jake and Jenny with the stress, yeah, their house is completely gone. So yeah, that might make a lose all have, teeth. Have you ever had a reoccurring dream? Like, do you have a dream that like? Oh yes. Yes. Do you guys have one? I dinosaurs in Northwest Catholic. What? What? <laughs> what? What did she say? What did you say, Cindy? Dinosaurs in Northwest Catholic. That's your reoccurring dream. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I'd love to know the meaning of some of these things. Because or me coaching a really dumb. shitty Orange Theory class, like me, like the screen not working, or like Ben always has reoccurring dreams at like football practice and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Doc. I always oh, have no like peace. a reoccurring reoccurring dream about a tornado. Like I'm somewhere, like, and I can see my house, and and I'm out somewhere, and there's a tornado coming, and I can't get to it. So, like, I, that probably means something. And that's the thing. You get someone that tells you what it means. How do you know what they know? How do you know they know what it means? I mean, it's like someone telling us something about space. How the fuck do we know if that's true or not? And you just say whatever they want. It's that being said, here's what it says about dinosaur dreams. If you have <laughs> dreams about dinosaurs, your dream is probably a reflection of your own doubts and worries in a waking life. 
Oh. God knows wow. you worry about everything, Sydney, yeah. and and I don't know why, but you do. Wait. No comment. Uh, oh, Jake somebody, Jenny, somebody else, Jake Leanne, and, has tornado dreams, too. Uh, my Jake sister. and Jenny, did you guys have any? I had a recurring dream when I was young. I don't have any more, but it was... Sydney would fall off a dock into a lake and get eaten by an alligator. <laughs> All right, Mikey, hey, look that one up. Did you wake uh, up happy or, happy or sad after yeah. it, Jake? <laughs> I woke up indifferent. It didn't change the course of my day. <laughs> All right, I got the tornado one. I'm, I'm trying to avoid the alligator eating Sydney one. But okay. the tornado one in your dreams could symbolize feeling overwhelmed or out of control, or it could stand for something else entirely, like power or transformation. So it could yeah, mean one thing, or it could mean anything else. Yeah, they're throwing <laughs> shit out there. I mean, what, what is that? Oh my God. Is it true, too, that the dreams you don't remember are the things that happen in your real life? I, 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 I don't know. Then I've had a lot of fucked up real life things coming at me pretty soon. (laughs) Sid, your life is fine. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Honestly. um, My my recurring dream involves um, a terrorist attack at our first house in Connecticut. Seriously? We're eating in the dining room and all these guys bust in through the windows. And then next thing I know, I'm in a Jeep with like really bad shock absorbers rolling down a dirt hill that didn't exist by our old house, trying to outrun a group of terrorists that are chasing us in their car. And then it rolls through downtown and I jump out of the car through the window of a limousine, uh, roll into the back seat. And then me and the guy that are driving the limousine go to the ATM and take out money. Mikey A, go ahead and have fun looking that one up. Oh I just God. did the alligator eating Sydney one. Uh, oh, that's a, that's a very a common gator dream for parents or siblings is uh, involves the attempting to rescue from the fearsome reptile's cr- clutches. In these cases, they may be dealing with a bully or some sort of high stress, and you're trying to rescue them. Well, the only thing is, I did not hear Jake say that he was trying to rescue. No, him. I didn't hear that either. But they don't—they don't actually have ones where you're just sitting there watching eating popcorn. And yeah. I, I think Sydney was the bully herself at yeah. that point. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Jake, did you try and save her in these dreams? No, no you, effort. You, you, <laughs> I see Ryan in the chat says, "Did you ever have a dream that your spouse cheated on you, and you were pissed off at them the next day?" That Once seems like some shit Jenny and Sydney would do. <laughs> all the time. Yep. Yep. Seriously, Jenny? All the time. I, wake I, we up used, so I used to have that mad. too and be mad at you. Why so would you? Mad. I, and I don't understand that. And then, and that's true because then in real life, you get mad at me and I'm like, I didn't fucking do anything. Yeah. But yet you're mad at me and I'm supposed to, you know, take the bullet for that one. I it mean, puts what kind doubts of in my head. What a, who, no. <laughs> And it's always but, with a nurse now. It's always with a nurse. So, but he didn't do anything. Yeah. What? What is it with women having those dreams? I don't understand. I don't get it. Jake, do you ever have that dream? Or I mean, did... no. It, I, no. It's always a girl thing. I think. I, I don't. Uh, what does that mean? Are you insecure, Mikey? Either of you, Mikes? Did you? Yeah. It says basically, uh, it it might be difficult to accept. But dreams about a cheating spouse could indicate that your relationship needs some work, mostly on the women's side. 
I just threw that last <laughs> that part That makes in a lot mind. of sense. <laughs> yeah, that would. I, I mean, when you get mad at me for that, I'm like, what, what did this person come over on our couch? Because that's where I am. I mean, <laughs> I, I will say I have a fe- I have a feeling it's a young relationship thing because I haven't had a dream like that in a long oh, time. <laughs> God, <laughs> you, if you had a dream like that now, you'd laugh He's hysterically. He's not going anywhere yeah. at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> she laughing. St- I hear her laughing. She's like, "Oh, having another dream, yeah. like I'm fucking around." Yeah. <laughs> Jenny, Mine's seriously, always, you like, said- it's always people we know too. Like mm. it makes it so much worse. Oh yeah, but it's really awkward. Sure. Yeah. Do, do you get mad at that person then in real life too? Well, I don't see them. Like I wake up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you wake up next to Jake like you slut. Yeah. <laughs> you give it Jake the side eye the next time yeah. they're in the same room together. Like, oh, I know. That's a dream, I know. right? I, I know what you two have been doing. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. You guys are clearly uh-huh. thinking about it. Uh-huh. Oh, I just don't get it. Oh, well. Uh, Mark M, my recurring dream as a child was my mom chasing me around the airport with a knife. <laughs> wow. That's, wow. That's, that's, that sounds like mom's fantasy. <laughs> Holy smokes. Oh, my God. Uh, Mike, I'm surprised your recurring dream isn't your mother's footsteps coming upstairs to yell at Jake about something. That was reality. No. Yeah, we can say I got, to, I got to live that one. I didn't need to dream about that one. I did have the recurring sports dream all the time where – and I had it updated recently to where it was back at the Goog at Notre Dame, but the facility was updated. And I was the starting guard on the team at my current size. And I was like, why, <laughs> why are they letting this happen? Like, why are we, why are we doing this? <laughs> and I was, I was late to, I was late to several meetings and I got to practice and didn't have my shoulder pads. It was a mess. Oh my God. Speaking of that, I was watching the Colts game last night. The size difference between Quentin Nelson and Jeff Saturday now. Oh my God. It was terrifying. Yeah. Jeff was never a big lineman to start no, with, but, but he lost wow. obviously a, a ton of weight like most old linemen do. And Quentin Nelson's a mutant. So. Yeah. It was. Mike, you couldn't have gotten that job? They didn't call you first? I mean, you've had a better broadcasting career. They didn't call you to get the Colts job? No, nobody called me for any job. I and I also would have said yes and just gone in there. <laughs> of course, you would have. Yeah. yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, not a problem. <laughs> any anybody would take that job uh, it would, it, unless you had zero interest in yeah coaching at all. You know, so Mikey, if you were yeah. Mikey, our Mikey, if you were offered the Colts job, would you have taken it? I uh, I mean, no, just because I don't want to do that much work. Okay. <laughs> well, I raised you well. I mean, like, coaching is something that's never been of interest to me. I have no earthly desire to do that. Like, Jeff coached high school. Jeff clearly had an interest in getting into the league in some port and doing that. Like, it's something that mattered to him. If you asked me to, like, if you were like, hey, Mike, would you like to call the Super Bowl? I'd probably freak out, but I'd end up doing it because I like calling games. Like, but I have no desire to coach. I don't want to go do that. I don't want to go do that. Here's what the thing: their contracts are full. Their contracts are fully guaranteed. You can go in there and shit the bed and still get paid. I don't care. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's probably making yeah. a lot of money doing it. A bit of money, yeah. bit of money grab. How about the Notre Dame job? Um, see, at I don't least know, there's applause there. Well, like that's the other thing is like I don't think I'd be good at that. Like, and but if so they I'm said, like, Mike, we need you to do this for the rest of the season for us. Oh yeah, if they if they came to me like that, then I'd be like, all right, yeah, I'll figure it out as we go. Like that's yeah. Well, that's what they. Oh, I do it. Har- yeah. I do it in a heartbeat. I think I'd be great at it. So I, I have a ball. 
We, <laughs> yeah, we, we, well, I mean, like, that was something you almost did. So, you yeah, know, like, yeah. You like coaching. I, I would, I would, why I say I'd be great at it because I would, I would, uh, d- you know, delineate the jobs to my coordinators and let them do all the work. <laughs> I would strictly want, run wheel routes every play oh, God. and they would You'd always r- be open. You would run fades. I know, Mike. You would run no, fades. No, I would absolutely not run fades. Get that I would run, I would run tech, the Texas route for the running back out of the backfield. I would want, run wheel routes, and I would run mesh, and we would win every game by a 1,000. Oh, my God. Jake, you actually you helped coach at the local high school there. Would you have any interest in coaching at all? I only coached for one year, so that should tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> That's it, huh? Yeah. Yeah, all set. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good on Sydney, that would you coach sw- um, swimming? Sydney, no, 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 <laughs> never, absolutely not. no. Why? What if your kid was into swimming? Like, would you help coach? I'd get them a really nice coach and <laughs> send them off. No, because I no. The answer is what? No. But why? <laughs> I want to know why. I, I just like don't see myself as a very good swim coach, to be honest. And I don't have an interest in it. I don't want to get up early and watch people fucking swim. I did that myself. I'm good. I will say, like, and I this, this you know, flies counter to what Jake just described there. Like, I've worked like a, I've worked a bunch of camps and stuff and in small doses, like it is fun. Like I'd imagine it would be tremendously fulfilling to be coaching with a group of kids that like wanted to get better and was really excited about being there and all that stuff. Cause to watch someone get better at something because you help them with that has to be like a drug. That's gotta be awesome. But having to do it when it's like pulling teeth or having a bunch of kids that don't want to be there sucks. And so there's like that side of the coin also. Well, I mean, the reason I didn't go into it, and that was right when I retired in 94, uh, was quite honestly, I knew the life the coaches had. And, and Sydney was was in the process, you know, was was your mother was pregnant with you. Both you boys were born. And I was like, I didn't think I wanted that lifestyle. You look at any Wikipedia page of any coach and you just see school after school after team after team and just move and move and move. And I, I didn't I didn't really want that nomadic lifestyle that that was because I would love to work with players and stuff like that. But I don't think I could have dealt with that life. I mean, it all falls on the wife, you know, uh, to, to do everything to move everywhere. And I, I just didn't want that. Jenny, would you ever coach track? I feel the exact same way that Sydney does. Not a chance. Not a chance? No. Wow. And coming I from think- a coach, a coaching family. Yeah, too. I mean, yeah. For those that don't know, Jenny's father has coached for fourteen decades. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> well, and her her brother coaches. Brother coaches now. Brothers coach. Yeah, both yep. do. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And it's a lot. Like everything you just said, Mr. Golick, is why. Like one of the first questions I asked Jake when we were dating was. Ari, do you want to coach? Because I don't think I can do what my mom and what my brother's wives do. If he said, yes, I want to coach, would you have broken up with him? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Look at Jackson when you say it. Look at Jackson when you say it. (laughs) (laughs) She still hasn't said yes. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Now Jake's recurring oh, dream is Jenny yeah, walking out the door as, as he's going as to he's coach. He's got a whistle around yeah. his neck. Yeah. <laughs> no one else is going to coach these three techniques, Jenny. These boys need me. 
They love Jake, though. I run into, like, his players for that one season all the time. They call him Mr. Golick. <laughs> is, that, oh, is, yeah. is that one of the weirdest transitions in everyone's life when people start calling you Mr. or Miss, like, younger I, I people did. that start doing that to you? I just started going through it. I was in Mexico City doing the the Cardinals 49ers game, and then I was just in Philly doing the Philly um, – uh, who the hell did they play? Green Bay Green game. Bay game. And in the Mexico City, it was Kyler Murray. And in Philly, Mike, it was Jason Kelsey. I'm watching the pre, you know, I'm watching them warm up and they're warming up. And all of a sudden, Jason comes over and says, Hey, Mr. Golick, how you doing? Kyler Murray said the same thing. They're like, Really loved watching your show, Mr. Golick. I'm like, Oh my God, are you, am I fucking 100 years old here? It was, yeah. it was, re- it's really it, weird. The Jason you, Kelsey really one is wild. Yeah, yeah. A very nice, very respectful. And, and as this animal was playing, I mean, he's one of the most intense guys, even in warm-up I was watching or playing. Very nicely, hey, Mr. Golick. His brother was the same way. I had a Kansas City game, and, and Travis came over and said the same thing. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are very respectful. You know, parents raised them. Parents raised yeah. them right. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. holy smokes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quick side note here. I, I forgot to uh, tape this, so I'm sorry about that. Oh. I did, I did too. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god! I did too. Don't Listen, it doesn't say Mikey A mediocre producer on my thing. It says super <laughs> producer. I've got it. I've been running for fifty minutes, just so you know. Thank you, Cindy. <laughs> well done! Wow. Speak, speaking of the Kelsey brothers, the Christmas song by the guys oh, from oh, the Eagles. The old lineman is really good. Uh, Malata yeah. sings very well. Jordan really Malata has yeah, left, left tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. They did a really good job. They they did now. I I, I want to bring this full circle because it's incredible, and they're they're dropping a single every Friday until Christmas. The oh, full okay. album comes out on the twenty third, so it's going to make Fridays a lot of fun. The first one was awesome. I've been listening to that song nonstop for the last few days. It's um Christmas uh, parentheses baby please come home. Um, is is the money going to something like the money that they raise? Is it a charity thing? I forget. I still have to watch. They did like a little documentary of making okay. the uh, of making the album. But Mikey A, does it have you want to get back into the lab? Because the original great Christmas album of our time was Mikey A's Christmas album with Mikey C, L. Duncan, and the rest of us as a part of Weekend Observations. Oh wow! I'm gonna, how I'm I, gonna be. I don't remember that. I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you, Gojo. I wrote a new song. Soup to Nuts wrote it. It's the best wow. one I've written. As far as as far as lyrically, it, it it if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um it's it's probably the meanest one I've written for Mikey. <laughs> uh it's it's uh it's beginning to look a lot like lung cancer. Is Oh, oh my god! Is, uh, <laughs> no, Mikey! Mikey, yeah. no! Um, yeah, it's, don't, don't it's know awful Mike, and amazing guy, Mikey, at the same time. Yeah, yeah Mikey, Mikey smokes two, three packs smoker. a day. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mikey C <laughs> is a producer at ESPN. You've seen him uh, maybe on SVP and Rosillo, known as Outsider Mike. He was also featured heavily on Weekend Observation, and his entire life is chiefing heaters and going to the gym. Yeah. Is, wow. he, is he still at ESPN? He is. Yeah. He is. Okay. Wow. I wasn't sure. Wow. I, well, we're going to have to see the lyrics of yes. that song for sure. Uh, it's uh, like my eyes glazed over and I woke up and it was all written. And wow. <laughs> the Will, yeah. the Will wow. Ferrell way. Well done. Yeah, it's Good bad. Job. I need to. It's uh, wonderful. See now. Oh, 
Okay, not to change the subject real quick, but Jake and Jenny have to do an actual like business call in about five, 10 minutes. And I want to ask this. It's not really a would you rather, but it's a question that I, I want you guys to answer as well, everybody, but I, before you guys leave. Uh, so the, the, the question is, would you give up five years of your life to be able to talk to your dog for one hour, have an actual yes. conversation with your dog for one hour? Give ben up five years a, of your life. Ben and I had a lengthy discussion about this last night. He said no, because it would make it more painful to lose them. Like if you got to know them for an hour. He also said, what if they're really dumb and like exactly talk like feel. a toddler? <laughs> um, but I said I would because you could like get to know their their likes and dislikes and like help them for the rest of their life like not only not only that i would do it too because listen we're all you know your mother and i are older so we we have had many dogs so if you're able to talk to one dog for an hour just what you said Sid. i thought you could find out a lot of things about dogs you know certain things that they do that means thing mean things so not just for that dog you're talking to but for the next dog you have or the next dog you have, you can know some things about them by having this conversation for an hour. So I would do it. I would do it just to get to know dogs better. Yeah, I'd be I like, so Earl, when you do this, what do you want? Or like, so, I'd, right, give, right. I'd give them safety tips. I'd be like, if you see a scorpion, don't fucking go near it. Like I'd like give them a little safety rundown as well. But okay, so if you only had to choose one, who are you picking? No, I'm picking my house. It's both of them. No, you can only, you can only pick one. one. You can only talk no, to one. My, so. No, it's my animals. I'm picking both. Who, who would you pick out of our three? I, I'm not sure I would pick it. I would probably... I think Ted's too dumb, our bulldog. <laughs> Don't pick Ted. I, I mean, I, I may have to go with Harry. I think you get a lot out of Harry. Yeah. I think I get a lot. Hank wouldn't give a fuck and would barely say anything. I think I get a lot out of Harry, our six-year-old pug. Let's let Jake and Jenny answer because they're the ones yeah. that are leaving. Sorry, I, was just yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually would say no. Um, really? I, kind of agreed, I agreed with Ben's first part that like it would they'd be harder to lose, um, and I don't know. I would just have a really hard time because well, I feel like if I asked Tip anything, like, what does it mean when you do this? He'd be like food, and. <laughs> <laughs> And you're going to be like, I gave up five years of my life for this. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. One point during the conversation. want food. Yeah. 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 One point during the conversation, you're like, man, I fucked this one yeah. up. Jake, yeah. would you? I would do it. Yeah. You would? And I would have the, I would have similar conversations like everyone else has mentioned, like, you know, about safety tips and what this means. Yeah. I would do it. What if you found out your dog didn't like you? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Mom's. Yeah. Oh, that'd be tough. It would. Yeah, I'm. That'd be I really, tough. I really fucking hate that voice you guys do for me. That's not how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. What if they said? What if I was talking to Harry and he said he didn't like you, hon? I don't know. You know by the well, way, I don't like the girl. I'm, I'm the, I guess I'm the one person who's not sure besides Ben that I would give up the the five years because think about what you could miss in five years. You could miss like. Jackson being born, oh, uh, like Sydney's wedding all happened in a year, just for an hour conversation with your dog. Like, I already have a good relationship I, with my dog. But I've had all those things already. So what's the difference if I go at 85 or 90? So, but, you know? I mean, it's a different grandchild or it's, a, it's seeing a grandchild get married or whatever. Like, you're going to give up having that experience for an hour to talk to your dog? <sighs> Fuck yeah. I love my dog. I love my dog. Uh, I'd I give up know. anything for Earl. 
And, Anything? Um, oh, wow. You threw in Dorothy Lab pretty, how, pretty how, late. Neither of the Mikeys have answered. Yeah. I was contemplating and I was letting Jake and Jenny get their answers yeah. in because I know they had to leave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even though dad asked the question and then went on for five minutes before he I did. them. I, I want to hear from you guys first, but not until after me. <laughs> Classic so, dad. Sounds like how I asked a question when I had a show. It's so you know, true, yeah. yeah, yeah four-minute yeah. question. Yeah. yeah, that's my fault. I remember uh, listening to you call just fucking uh, ask sorry, the question. Sorry, Jake and Jenny, I apologize. Yeah. Hank's like, this is bullshit. This is yeah, why Hank I don't is, want to. Hank is See, not Hank's happy. talking to us Hank right is now. trying to talk to me right now. Yeah. Man, I, it'd be pretty cool to talk to Hank for an hour. He's a pretty great dude. I feel I feel like Hank would have a lot of really insightful stuff to say. He's also the bridge dog. Like he's like he was there for the like the last of the labs and he was the first of the pugs. And so right. he'd be able to tell us about the older dogs and what they were like. And he'd be able to tell us about what he's seen in the world. He's seen a lot. Yeah, I've seen a lot. Look, at he has no tongue right now. I know. That's very rare. This he looks like five years younger. He it's does. also because I would throw myself in front of oncoming traffic so Hank would never have to experience pain. So I just need to kind of know what's going on in there. <laughs> I love you so much, Hank. He's it saying, actually, thank you, Mikey. Thank you. It actually, it actually fucking hurts. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, there's uh, Jackson. Jackson. All right, man. Right, we'll see you guys. Gotta go. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. See you later. Bye, J-Man. Um, all right, Dad, with that in mind, Sydney, I'm guessing you don't have a uh, brain buster today. No brain yesterday, Dad. Nope. Do you have any other would you rather's or was no? That I just want. Uh, I just wanted to. That was that was in lieu of a uh, would you rather. Wow, tremendous podcast. Well, wait a minute. Low you, low today, Mikey. Yeah, you didn't get. You didn't give an answer to that one. I think everything I think my dog thinks is better than anything she might actually think. So I would probably pass on it. Because I think all she does is love me, and I would hate to find out otherwise. That's true. Yeah, that would be a bummer, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. If you found out your dog didn't like you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Think I think whatever's in my a, head yeah. about what she thinks is probably as good as it's going to get. That's true. That's that fair. That is a good point. That is fair. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, like, I think I'm a way better parent than I actually am. So, yeah. I mean, what is she going to tell me? Like, I hate that food you bought. Go back to the old brand. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's like, no, we yeah. can't. You actually have a gastrointestinal issue. Like, this is <laughs> Yeah. And if I tell her, if I say, if I say, Stella, I love you, she wags her tail. So she, right. she gets what I'm That's, saying. Right, right. So, like. <laughs> That's good enough. So, as far as would you rather, Jim just chimed in. He said, would you rather live as a dog for an hour or have your dog live life as a human for an hour? Now that's a great, that is a great question. Huh. I'm not sure if my dogs would do anything as humans. I think they would just sit on the couch like I do. But, but I, I, I see what dogs do and I don't think I want to do that for an hour. I would just lay on a couch or take a shit. I mean, I would, I would like to you see do what- do that now. I know, I would like to see what a dog does as a human. I'm just kind of uh, realizing that our lives aren't very different. My dogs in my life, right? Yeah, now. that's very true. So, yeah, that's very true. It's true. I would ben, rather be a dog for an hour because if my dog became a human for an hour and was ugly, then I wouldn't be able to forget it when it became a dog again, and it would mess. With <laughs> wow! Wow! Well, you have boy would, dogs. I've got a girl dog. What if she was gorgeous? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm uncomfortable with where this goes. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, we got, no, let's move on. Yeah. No, that's awful. He's like, uh, no. I know what you could be. <laughs> and you guys keep saying that Ted looks like my dad. So what if we? What if he became a human and he actually was my What's dad? Your dad? Oh my god! How weird I wouldn't be would able to handle be? that. No, how weird would that yeah, be? Yeah, that would be that would be really uncomfortable. Oh wow! Yes. So okay. Well, to finish to finish this off on a positive note, I just got a text from our uh, good friend Dane Christ, who said that we used to have a huge black pot. Like, imagine the largest one in your kitchen that you used maybe once a year, and that was their sick bowl. They go. did have a sick bowl. Wow, that is something. I, I we never even thought and of it, that. It got reused, Mikey. Uh, he said it like got used maybe once a year. Was how okay. he care how he mm-hmm. couched it. Okay. But he said I. He said he remembers having to pick it up or uh, bring it up to his dad as a kid and having to like bear hug it to carry it up. <laughs> oh my god! But then you then someone's got to carry it down full of puke. Now the next question is: Are they going to do that with Holden? Oh yeah. Are, are they going to have a sick bowl with Holden? <clears throat> we'll have to find out for next time. We are. I just out that for just. Next time. Yeah, that just feels like the olden days when somebody was the piss boy, you know, and, and you, you peed in the pot and someone had to go I feel like it. nowadays you just grab whatever's closest that's not going to screw things up too badly. Yeah, like, yeah. Like exactly. the dog's throwing throwing up on our bed. I raced for the towel yeah. the other night. Like, yeah, your mother dove on the bed with the towel to try and get it underneath one of the dogs about to throw up. Wow. It was Miami a sight to see it. Yeah. Yep. It's a yep. sight to see at three in the morning. Yep. Whatever it takes, man. Make a play. Change your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sprinted into the bathroom, and I just saw this vision coming out of the bathroom, and all of a sudden she I was just horizontal and diving across the bed. I'm like, wow. Big time players make yeah. big yeah. time plays. That's <laughs> Speaking of making plays, make sure you go ahead and smash that subscribe button over on the Sorry in Advance YouTube page there. Uh, keep those going. Uh, also, you can download, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and keep those coming here. Um, we appreciate everyone who's made that decision so far. We appreciate everyone in the chat. Jim Misner, Ryan Holmes, Dan uh, Dan Barker, Matt Carbone, Stumbling Tortoise, Skip Glancy, and all the other people that decided to pop in on uh, – the YouTube stream that we threw up here hastily and at the last minute. Thanks so much. And as always, we're sorry in advance. I'm not. <laughs>